This is a Cincy fan talking with LP. You can catch me on Twitter. That's a Cincy fan talking. You say it like it sounds, just leave off the G. If you have ideas for the show, you can reach me at Cincy underscore fan talk at yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, make sure you leave them there. Who knows? You might find yourself as part of the show. Any feedback would be definitely appreciated. And also, make sure you hit the link tree page that's on my Twitter. Make sure you click on that. You can find all the different ways to contact me there. Enjoy the show. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of A Cincy Fan Talking with LP. And of course, this is LP. What's going on, y'all? Appreciate y'all stopping by the pod and checking me out for a little bit. Um, Wow. Like, um, we're about four days out from the Bengals playing in their first playoff game since 2015. 2016 season, I suppose. The end of the um, 2015 season going into 2016. Everybody remember what happened, how the Steelers did us bad and how we did ourselves bad. But to to kind of prep for this episode, um, I went all the way back to my very first episode. (sighs) Cringeworthy material. I mean... You know, it's the first episode. You ask any podcaster about their first episode, and they'll be like, hey, I know a lot of podcasters just took off their first episode, the first couple, because, you know, you're working out the kinks and all that. Me, personally, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) But the title of it was, I'm a Jealous Bengals Fan. That's, That's what it was. And I was talking about how it's hard for me to watch the playoffs because I wish the Bengals were in it. And that was basically the whole point of the eight minute and 22 second episode. But that's how I feel. And I'm like, I'm going to talk about this on the first pod because I can't wait until the day that I'm doing this pod and I'm talking about the Bengals playing in the playoff game, the Bengals playing in the game of importance in January. I'm like, I can't wait for that moment. And it's here. Like <laughs> It's finally here. I get to I get to talk my talk on Twitter, win or lose. And honestly, any and this is how you gotta look at it as a Bengals fan. We haven't won a playoff game in 31 years. I, I get that. And I want the Bengals to get the dub for real. But this is all icing on the cake. Real talk, we're we're at least a year ahead of where we're supposed to be. This wasn't supposed to be the Bengals this year. It was supposed to be the Bengals next year and the year after and the year after. What this tells me is that the Bengals are going to be very, very good. If they can get to the playoffs in a season where they're supposed to kind of be building up that their reservoir of success. This was supposed to be the build. This was supposed to be 7-10, and 8-9, and 9, and 
we looking good for next season. So I'm definitely looking at it like that. I'm like, anything else that happens is icing on the cake. Having said that, I feel like we're matched up against the best possible team in the playoffs. And I know, I know the Raiders are hot. You know, they, they cooking. They, they doing their thing out here. And they're going to be tough to stop, especially with somebody like Max Crosby rushing the passer. I mean, he did his thing against us the first time we played. He did his thing. Um, we were looking at the offensive line like, oh, no, it's look, we looking real bad. Crosby kind of running over us. Pass rate was ridiculous. Pass rush was ridiculous. But the way the game unfolded, the way the Bengals were able to mush the Raiders in the third or fourth quarter, they just basically wore them down. Joe Mixon went off. The passing game wasn't really a huge factor. The running game was. This makes me feel really good about the Bengals' chances to win this game. I feel like if the Bengals can play their game, which is a lot of people think their game is, you know, it's the big aerial assault. You know, you go to Boyd and Higgins and Chase. People really think that's the Bengals' game. But if you watch closely, all of the games the Bengals are successful in, Mixon balls. Mixon does his thing. If Joe Mixon can get off like he did week 11 against the Raiders, the Bengals will be fine. They really will. The defense is is always worrisome to me because I won't say they've been inconsistent, but there'll be games where you think they're going to step up and they don't. And then there'll be games where they look really bad and all of a sudden they just do their thing. So it's like moderate inconsistency with the defense. So making sure Mixon gets his touches and the D-line has to play well. We get those two things, the Bengals will be fine. I really didn't want to play the Bills. I wasn't really concerned about any team. I said that last week. But if you have to choose, the Raiders are the best choice by far. Now, I could say this and they could get Bengals could get smacked by 20, but I really don't see that happening. I really feel like the Bengals will pull out the W. Um, I don't have to be a jealous fan, <laughs> even if they don't win the Super Bowl. At least we're watching our team play in January. Not only that, because there have been some, there have been some times where the Bengals will get to the playoffs and you're like, they made it by the skin of their teeth. You're not really expecting much. You're just happy they got there. There have been times where the Bengals got to the playoffs and the team just looked a mess. Injuries all over the board. The Bengals are able to hold people out of the game against the Browns, which isn't a game I'm even going to talk about because, I mean, it was preseason game number five. Well, number four. <laughs> play four. This is preseason game number four. They only played three preseason games. So it just felt like another preseason game. Perfectly fine by me. I mean, do you want to get the three seed, blah, blah, blah. Once they couldn't get the one seed, what's the point? They're already playing in the first round anyway. So I feel like it was a really smart call not to play the starters. Getting ready for this week, football is a very violent game. You never know when somebody's going to get hurt, the severity of the injury. If you can mitigate the risk, do it. There's, 
There's no need to run people out there like that. Um, go Bengals. Surprisingly, the Steelers made the playoffs. I I don't know how. I really don't. But actually, I do. I've been saying this for the past couple of years. You can't count the Steelers out until they're out. They could be four and eight. People are like, oh, the, no, the Steelers are trash. No. Tomlin's not going to let his team just falter. He's not. He's going to, no matter how much duct tape or glue or staples he has to use, he's going to get the team together. He just does. He's an extremely good coach. I don't think he gets enough credit for the coaching job that he's done. He's never had a losing season, ever. And that's not like hyperbole. That's not me going like, well, you know, he never has a losing season except for that one time. He literally has never had a losing season. That's amazing. Well, I mean, he was 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, that's not a losing season. <laughs> there have been years in the 90s where we would have loved to be 8-8. Eight and eight. Four and twelve, five and eleven, two and fourteen. He's never had that one season where you go like, man, they got to get it together for next year. And even if you felt like that, they're still eight and eight. <laughs> um, real talk though, even though they made the playoffs, I was rooting for a tie. I really was. Between the um the Bronc, I'm saying the Broncos. <laughs> Between the Chargers and the Raiders, I was rooting for a tie. I, I wanted to be a tie. I was posting all types of tie memes on on Twitter. I'm like, tie, tie, tie. Please do it. Don't score. Stop at the one and fumble. Like, <laughs> Because it's ridiculous that you can even play for a tie in the NFL. Like, It's absolutely ridiculous. Find somebody to win the game. Find a way to get a winner. And people, I know people are, they're all like, well, what about injury? Is it really necessary to have the NFL players playing for like five or six hours? Like what could be possible in a, in a college game? There has to be a way to end the game without a tie. I mean, we can be as creative as we need to be. We can do two point conversions from the two. And then if they get those, then they can do a two-point conversion from the five. And then if they get that, they can do a two-point conversion from the 10. I mean, whatever. But there has to be a way to make it so that there's not a tie in a professional league. I don't understand ties in hockey. Like I really don't get it. Do a shootout in the game. Even it just doesn't make sense to me. There has to be a way to work this out so that NFL players can't use a tie to get to the playoffs. Because had the Chargers and Raiders tied, both would have been in the playoffs, and the Steelers are looking like, well, why didn't they try to score? Because they didn't have to score. And I completely get that. Had the Raiders sat on the ball at the end of the game and not even kicked the field goal, I would have completely understood. Chris Collinsworth was right. It's it's their team's job to get to the playoffs by hook or by crook. It's not their job to help another team that's sitting at home. They should have did their job and won their games. You're leaving your fate to another team. That's on you. Like That's your fault. Play better. <laughs> but to end the game in a tie, 
is basically giving one team half a win and half a loss and the other team half a win and half a loss. But you don't play for ties. You play to win. And if you don't, you lose. Like, like I, I just don't get it. I, I just don't see the need for a tie. The one, the one rationale that I always get is that why subject players to extra physical abuse? You know, they're already getting hit for 60 minutes and then they're getting hit for 15 more minutes of an overtime period. Why subject them to more? But in the playoffs, there are no ties. They keep playing until somebody wins. Simple. (laughs) We just figured out how to make this happen. You just keep playing until somebody wins. There are no ties in basketball. People underestimate how physical basketball is. They're banging the entire game. They're running up and down the court. They're pushing. They're taking charges. But there are no ties. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. Imagine what would happen if you watched a basketball game and you watched it for a pro game. You watched it for 48 full minutes. And then after that, you watched the entire overtime period. After 53 full minutes, and then the stoppages of play, and then the commercial breaks, and then the halftime. You might be watching for like three, three and a half hours. Imagine if nobody won. Like, imagine that. That would be absolutely crazy. You would be like, what did I sit? Why did I sit here and waste all of my time? Now, I could have been doing anything, but I decided to spend my time or spend my money to watch this game. And it's a tie? That that's just wild. I I don't I don't really get ties in soccer. Now I I just don't get ties. I would much rather prefer to see penalty kicks, and then in soccer you give the winning team three points, and if it goes to penalty kicks, the other team gets like two points or something. I mean that's much better to me. Than sitting there for a full 90 minutes watching the game and then watching the overtime period and then nobody wins. That's it's just silly to me. Um I'm I'm anti-ties. Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm pro-vaccination and anti-ties. That's that's how you can <laughs> that's how you can classify LP. It it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't get ties in any sport, in any level, uh, unless we're talking about maybe middle school or you know k through three and stuff like that i mean they're too small to just be running around the court or whatever they can tie <laughs> and even they would be like man i ain't sit here and play this for this long i want to see a winner or a loser so that's where i'm at about it um either way you put it the steelers made it to the playoffs congrats to your fans um i hope by some stretch of the imagination that The Bengals can play the Steelers in the playoffs. I hope they both make it to the AFC championship game so the Bengals can get a dub against the Steelers. Like, I'm in this to see the Bengals beat the Steelers in the playoffs. I I just don't. I was hoping there was some way that the Bengals could play the Steelers in the first round. Um, For everybody that's like a Cincinnati cursed believer, (laughs) for for you folks that believe that, there would be no better way to break a quote unquote curse than to beat the Steelers in the playoffs. 
a lot of people are like, nah, I don't want to see them. I don't need that bad juju. Now forget that. Like I, I want to break. I want to break the whole curse or whatever. And to break it, you gotta beat the team that makes it so. <laughs> where where we had the most like messed up moments, and, and maybe us playing the the Raiders is a great way to break the curse. I mean. That is the game where Bro Jack, Bo Jackson broke his hip and the Bengals lost, and we haven't smelled the playoffs since. So maybe this is the way to break the curse. Maybe this is the way to cleanse the whole spirit of Cincinnati sports. We can breathe deep and, and end it all on Saturday. That that would be absolutely awesome. Um, Let's get it done. Um. You can catch me on Twitter basically tweeting about the game the entire time. So, good times. <laughs> hey, you got a Cincy fan talking with LP. We'll be right back. Hi. Hi. I'm Princess and I'm Queen. This is Daddy. You have to say, and this is a Cincy fan talking with LP. And this is a Cincy fan talking with LP Day. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 we're back, we're back, we're back. Get back with a Cincy fan talking with LP. And of course, this is the one and only LP. And honest question out here, y'all. Um, do you kind of feel the regression happen you know, around the country? Do you feel the regression? Do you feel us going back to the extremely bad times where this first when this pandemic hit? Because I, I can I can kind of feel it like all of the stuff that was happening before, you know, stuff closing down. Kids going remote, teachers having to teach remote. Um the scarcity of items in the store is you know, I, I walked into my local Meyer the other day and it, it was an absolute ghost town as far as finding stuff. Like you could just see stuff bare. I'm looking like where the food at? <laughs> I mean, ground beef jacked up to a ridiculous price. I'm like, this, this ain't even all all lean ground beef. This is like mostly fat. Are you charging thirteen for this? Like <laughs> that. That's kind of crazy. But you can just you can just see the regression happening. You you can you can feel it. Um, and it's easy to say, well, you know, there's not much we can do about it. We just got to live with it, and we got to deal with it. So let's just go back to normal. But normal. I said this before. Uh, on an episode way, way, way back, but there, there's no new normal. Like, <laughs> there's no like we're gonna get back to normal, and this is our new normal. Like, this, this will be what it is. I'm not even calling it the new normal because it's been like this for a while. So to call it new is to say that this just started happening. It's we've been dealing with this since 2020 and the normal that we knew is is gone. 
and you can look around and you can see how it's affecting everybody. So, I mean, I liken this to what happened on September 11th. And I remember seeing movies before that day. And I remember having family members and all that stuff. And they would just be running through the the airline terminal, catching a flight with like three or four minutes left. Like, it's all good. You know, just bypassing security or whatever, just dashing, jumping over stuff, and they would make their flight, and it was all good. And you try that now, you got another thing coming. Like, like it's a wrap for you. You you missed that flight an hour ago. You're not you're not you're not boarding. It's not happening for you. And it took people a while to get used to the fact that if you want to go to the airport and catch a flight, you make sure you show up early to get through all of the screening. It it was a culture shock to a lot of people when that first happened. They were like, I got to take off my shoes. I got to take off my belt. Like, what's happening here? But at some point, you didn't really embrace it. But you accepted that that's how it had to be in order for you to feel safe and in order for you to be safe. You understood that that's what you had to do. And it was weird because I don't remember a lot of people complaining about that. It was more like, I understand what happened was horrific and I'm going to do my part to make sure it doesn't happen again. So everybody was, they weren't good with it, but they understood it. And I always tell the kids when I'm teaching them, you don't really have to like the rules. I'm not asking you to like the rules. I'm asking you to follow the rules. And I'll even explain to you why we have the rules. I'm not just going to say do this. I'm saying do this because it helps the class learn better. It helps you focus more. I'll explain it to you so that way you know. And am I asking you to be like, yeah, great, Mr. Bar no. <laughs> I'm I'm asking you to understand it and follow it. That's how it is, I feel like, with the mask wearing and stuff like that. We're not asking people to like wearing masks. We're not asking people to go like, okay, put this on and love it or else. It's more like these are the masks. This is why you wear them. And you really don't have to like it. Nobody wears a mask and likes it. I, I don't wear a mask for as long as I have. As, as sometimes I was like wearing it continuously for like eight, nine hours straight. Like seriously. Maybe a 30 minute break to take lunch. But other than that, the mask was on all day. Did I like that? No. But did I leave the house with a mask or three? Definitely, because I understood how important it was, not just for me, but for my family, for the people I was teaching, for my coworkers. That's why you do it. And and to me, I feel like that that camaraderie, that that pulling together that everybody had way back in the day on September 11th, you don't see that now. And this is a virus that's that's did damage to like hundreds of thousands of people. Like the loss of life is ridiculous. And to not have people come together and go like, I'm going to do my part to at least try to calm down this whole thing is it, it, it's a little it's a little depressing. It's a little messed up. So if you out there, like make sure you do your part, uh, get get vaxxed if you possibly can. If you got something holding you back against that, like I don't see what what can. Honestly, I mean, I haven't heard anybody allergic to it or nothing like that. But 
your mask got to be on. You got to get the shot, man. Because if you don't, what we got going on, not only will it be here forever, but it's just going to keep taking people out. And I'll be saying ridiculous stuff about, you know, the flu does this and blah, blah, blah. But everybody getting their flu shots. And, you know, I don't see why I got to wear a mask because I'm uncomfortable in it and blah, blah. Man, that, that stuff is for the birds at this point. This has been happening for, we're going on year three of this. At some point, we got to get it together. Like, we really do. Because everybody wants their sports. Everybody wants to be out and about. Everybody wants to congregate. And that's cool. But if you want to do that, you got to do what you need to do in order to keep everybody safe. And I just don't understand why people don't get that. Like, maybe people can tell me. I don't know. Hey, um, we out the door with this. Um, Go Bengals. Go Bengals. Go Bengals. Hopefully, we coming back Tuesday. And we talking big and we... um, Ready for the next opponent. <laughs> but until then, you got a Cincy fan talking with LP. Catch y'all next week. Life is good. See y'all later. If you're not ready for the conversation to end, I'm not either. Make sure to catch me on Twitter. That's the Cincy fan talking. Leave off the G at the end of it, and we can keep the conversation going. Also, don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button so you can catch the next episodes. The episodes will drop every Tuesday. If there's a change in that, I'll make sure to let you know. Appreciate the support. As always, life is good.